Blog Talk Radio. Sacred women, it's time to rise. You're listening to Food Alchemy at its greatest with Chef Ceci, the Food Alchemist. Welcome to Sacred Sexual Wednesday. Get over that hump day with us. Let's take a ride, learn Tantra, learn Kwadosha. Let's discuss our relationship with self and partners, and all the benefits that we can benefit from loving each other. Another hump day, but a sacred sexual Wednesday. Enjoy the ride with Chef Sessy, the food alchemist. up mics right now. I'm doing a sound check. Caller one. Can you speak? I'm opening up your mic. Can you speak? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi, Seth. How you doing? Hey, sweetie. Hold on. Can you speak, caller? I can hear you. Okay, that's what it's about. I'm trying to make sure everybody can hear me because we're having some sound equipment trouble, if you probably heard me. Something. (laughs) (laughs) So today is going to be Sacred Wednesday, and I wanted to get a male's point of view as well as a female point of view that we had for the last three weeks. 
So I invited my friend and custom cane maker and jewelry maker, Jose, that has a lot of knowledge in that field. So I would like your perspective and how you think from the female species of sexual, let's say, sexual arousal and connection to you, or men in general. I won't put you on the spot like that. Okay. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a little bit more. You got to explain a little bit more why you love women, how, you know, the connection that is there. Like, we talk about it being a connection. We come from the, the heart and the soul. And basically, your instinct is basically to protect and gather and hunt and take care of. So where tell us from your point of view where you coming from and your connection with your mate. From my point of view, I'm I'm one of them caveman kind of guys. I like to protect and take care of and uh you know, I don't feel right if I'm not watching after and providing for and and in return everything I do seems to be towards that, that end goal of getting that uh satisfaction of that, you know, the give back from the woman who's looking at you like you are the you know, the protector and the provider and whatnot and you know, there's certain things that can't buy, money can't buy, you know, that are better than that. Right. And there's different kind of women out there as well as men that you got to be aware of. Is that true or oh, not yeah, true? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, well, explain. Well, there's the, there's the kind that are out there that are, you know, I call them little trifling ones that are just out to get what they can get. And there's the ones that, you know, you want to, Make a spend a lifetime with. There's the ones that you know, are are fun, but you know not necessarily the kind that you're going to be long term with. And you know if you're in that point in your life, that's a good thing. If not, then you know you gotta gotta know where you're at on on what your activities are going on and where your plan in life is. Okay, and what makes a woman? Okay, what is a quality in a woman being a mate? And what's a quality of a woman just being, as we say, the woman on the side? What's the difference in the quality? Uh, well, the quality of a woman to be a mate would be somebody that you want more to be, you know, a, a, a provider, the, the homemaker, somebody that's a nurturer, that's, you know, got, got a good heart and soul and, you know, just like, you know, you look at her and you can't help but smile, you know. The woman that's just a, a right now woman would be, you know, just purely physical that first eight seconds when you look at somebody and you meet them, that attractiveness, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be just, you know, the physical attributes or the way, you know, the conversation that you had or whatnot. It doesn't have to be anything any more depth than that. When you're looking at somebody that you want for a mate, you look back into, you know, their family life, the way they act around their family, the their values, their beliefs, uh, you know, how they're raised, uh, things, make sure you have things in common because as you're together, you're going to grow apart and you're going to grow and you're going to come back together and you want to be able to make sure that it lasts. Sounds good, sounds good. So a good quality woman. So, And then what about the woman that looks like she has it together on the outside, like with appearance for a little bit? And then when she when it's all raveled and undone, she really doesn't have it together. Well that what comes into that? play with the I think part of the part of the mating and breeding process there, you know, 
seems like everybody wants to be on their best behavior when you first meet somebody and, and tell them all the things that you want, that you think you want them to be or they want you to be. And then as you, you know, further along you go along, the less lies you told in the beginning, the better off you're going to be. Because <laughs> it's not going to, you know, you, these girls come in and they say this, that, and laugh at every joke, whether it's funny or not, and stuff, and ha, ha, ha. Two years down the road, they're tired of your ass because they don't want to pretend anymore. You know, the ones that truly were you know, telling the truth and stuff, those are the ones you're going to make it with. Uh, I was just telling just be be truthful, you know. Don't go out and say you want the salad if you want the T-bone. Get that T-bone, man. Eat that. Be happy. <laughs> Okay, so what would it take or what did it take for you to get your mate? What was the quality about her that stood out the most among all uh, the women? Because I know that you're Rico Suave from way back. Mine was a special circumstance. She's a, <laughs> I, I, I met her in high school when I was kind of young and dumb and, you know, I just, I really honestly fell head over heels the second I saw her. She walked into a class of mine, and I made a bet with a buddy of mine. She'd be mine within the week for 50 bucks. And that bet started off a whole relationship. We dated for about a week, and like I said, we were young and dumb. And she broke up with me because I had too many friends that were girls. And uh, stayed friends with all my girlfriends, dated her sister, dated her cousin. Um, years later, we'd run back into each other. We'd go out on a couple dates, and... That went on and on for a few years like that, and then all of a sudden it just clicked. It was like we both grew up at the same time. Next thing I knew, she tricked me into moving into my house and <laughs> trapped me down, kicked out my other girlfriends, wouldn't let the other ones come around, and I was asking her to marry me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready to come family by then, and, you know, I've known her for over half of her life now, you know. We've been together now for 13 years, so in a more or less monogamous relationship. <laughs> so how do you keep the spice going? Ah, the spice. Mm-hmm. Well, we're always into, you know, into new ideas and, you know, anything we can do to play around a little bit. Uh, got two kids now. They're a little older, so it makes time a little harder, you know. we got to make sure we put the kids to bed early in. <laughs> find time here and there and throw a roll of quarters out in the backyard to buy yourself 15 minutes here and there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, anything you can do, we're, we're constantly, you know, we play little games, play dress up, play, you know, the, the little burglars coming in to get you, you know. Wow. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do little, little handcuffs, you know, you never know. Oh, wow. See, for people out there that don't know, Jose makes handcuffs. He makes nipple rings and finger rings, and he makes special herbs. So, take key. See, he has his own own selection that he makes. So, you have any handcuffs with fur on them that you make yet? We've got fur. We've got vibrating motors on them. We've got, you know, <laughs> name it. We've got it. From jewels to bells to everything but whistles. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We got little remote control ones that your mate can sit there and have the control on while you're tied up and you can play like they're playing Nintendo back and forth and watch you jump, you know? Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and these are your own, and they have their, they're by Jose, right? Yeah, these are my own personal little toys. They're not, we don't have a manufactured line out, but, you know, we make customized little 
two versions. Okay. So I want you to give out your information, tell people where you are. You know, don't tell them the exact address, but tell them where you're located and how they can get in touch with you. I want to be responsible for any stampede of women that might come rushing towards you, and I'll be the bad one. So just give them the information. Oh, you know you're good for me, Sassy. <laughs> well, my name's Jose Venice. You can get in contact with me with, uh, at AZ or Angus AZ. One six nine at gmail dot com, or my phone number is four eight zero three zero six two one three six. Got any questions on any herbs, jewelry? Uh, just about anything I can make. <laughs> yes, you do. He makes a lovely blend for even enhancing sexual energy between two entities, being male and female, or um, male and male or female and female, whatever, uh, to get the energy rising. Uh, so he makes special blends. He's got Sin City, he's got Double Seven, and he's yeah, always yeah, coming up with something. Say that yeah. again. Co-conspirator of the Kava Kava Bliss Balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He, he was the one behind me making the Kava Kava Bliss Balls that are raw vegan and also... Uh, gave me the idea to make uh, valerian brownies and to make them gluten-free for Happy High Herbs in Tempe. So if you guys would like to get in contact with him, you can go to 609 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, Arizona, and he's there from Thursday to Sunday from opening to close. So you really want to make an appointment with him. And he makes beautiful smoke pipes for the herbs to go in. And let me say about the herbs, the herbs basically has no DHT, nothing illegal or that is bad for you. It's all natural and it's organic. So nothing synthetic that will harm you or your body. It will help you take you to the next level where you want to be. Even he makes special, uh, I want to say, sacred ceremonial uh, blends as well as making ceremonial statues. Uh, he's in the process of making one for my lovely godmother, Saomi. She's out of Iliwan Tempo in Phoenix, Arizona. So he's making one for her, and it's uh, brass, and it takes a lot of time and consuming. So he works with a lot of different mediums of metal, wood, and plastic. And he also builds uh, motorbikes, so he's a man of many, many talents. I don't put anything past him. It's not nothing that he can do at this present point. So with that being said, how about you tell me which herb that you have or herbal blend that takes you to um, you to help you get stimulated that you have going on right now? Which I like what's the name of it? Private Reserve is uh, my favorite. It's a uh, it's a spinoff of our Double O Seven. But it's just got a few extra little herbs in there to help uh, increase the blood flow a little more, and uh, it's a little smoother. Got a little kava kava in there, so it has a kind of a numbing effect and a little brings your head to a little bit of a trance, and well, your body's kind of starts throbbing a little. <laughs> okay. Helen and the women seem to really like our our Sin City. It's a it's got a, a cinnamon type 
you know, towards it, towards uh, mm-hmm. it's a real super smooth. It's almost like you're not smoking anything, but you get this uh, cinnamon taste going. So it's a, uh, they seem to like that one a lot. Yes, and you also you didn't talk about your chew about. Uh, you have this uh, the I don't know what you yeah, call the them. Yeah, the walkabout. About. You gotta explain to them because uh, you chew it. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, well salvia is a, is a is an extremely wonderful plant, but they recently made it illegal in Arizona to smoke it. So I had to take it out of my smoking lens, which drops the potency a little bit. I do sell some sacks of salvia on the side that you can have for chewing purposes that, you know, what you do with is what you do with. But uh, I make a little sack there, these little silk sacks mixed with um, some salvia, some crystallized Don't give ginger, out the ingredients, just say some good herbs. <laughs> some good herbs. And uh, basically some things that calm your stomach down and... Um, the salvia, when you chew it like that, it um, basically you can control the amount of, uh, of I want, don't want to say the high you get, but the spiritual kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of like a little vision quest type deal where it's a, the trip that you go on, you can take it, instead of it being like a three-minute three, three minute burned out one where it's just a crazy in your mind psychedelic, this way you can take it up and take a little walk into your mind and take it as far as you want to take it. And when you're when you're at the point where you're starting to get a little worried or something, you just take it back out wait for a little bit, and then you can put it back in, and you can keep going up to, you know, eight, nine hours instead of just a three-minute little quick, ah, kind of thing. See? See, I wouldn't have been able to explain all of that. Now we're, he has business cards, so tell us the name of your company. The Horny Happy Herbs. Horny Happy Herbs, and no alternative? Well, I'm not sure what we decided on. <laughs> I got I gotta gotta talk to my manager about that. She's still getting my cards to me right now. Uh, <laughs> I left creative freedoms up to her. Okay. Well, see, now now we're gonna get into the juicy stuff. So we were talking about relationships. Now I have another person online which you happen to talk to. Her name is Arlene. She does healing touch. So we're going to put a spin on it with her on the line. So, Miss Arlene. Hi, how are you doing, Seth? I'm doing good. Say hi, hi. Jose. Hi, Jose. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> hi, how you doing? Not too bad, you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. So I wanted to know your take on all the information, being a female, of what he said about the classic trick, classic chick, and I want to say a not-so-classy chick, and relationship. Don't don't misquote me. I like them both. There's just... Time and space, and where you're at in your life, you know. <laughs> um, kind of a connoisseur, you know. Oh wow. Okay. So. <laughs> um. I well, recently no. tried. To do this. <laughs> 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 now, okay. I, I know that for. For other people, this may not necessarily be the case, but um, I had at one time been on both sides of the coin, 
and uh, and I know like in the beginning stages, um, in, in the beginning stages, it, it was just about me um, finding out about myself and discovering myself, and and also sort of discovering my worth. So from from the from that standpoint, like in the beginning, it it really was about me figuring out, you know, what it was that I wanted and what it was that I didn't want. And I, you know, after I went through that young and dumb stage, uh, I became more of what you would call the classic, you know, the 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 classic chick where you wanted to take her home and you wanted to wanted her to meet the family. You want to, you know, you you eventually wanted to settle down and marry uh, marry up with. Um, now and and I would say that a large part of that was just dealing with the fact that. Um, um, you know, I did not have the male role model there. So I've I've lived both parts and and I just discovered that, you know, I was not when I was in my younger days I just wasn't in a place to really be the the type of woman that wanted to commit. Um, and then later on, when I realized where I was, so what I what I wanted, um, I made the I made the switch over. So I I you know from the from the female standpoint, when I listen to Jose talk about both you know both of this, both sides, that is really where I'm coming from now. I know that there are people who are out there who who've always sort of known and understood exactly where they where they were um but i cannot you know it i i can't really you know sort of pass judgment on his past experience uh simply because you know i've i've been i've been both people but i do understand like um uh, let's just say the dynamics of the relationships that I had on both sides um that I preferred the side where I was valued and um i i think in the in the long run i've i've uh, dealt with uh, i had dealt with guys who were users and and what i found um energetically speaking you know um was that uh the the guys who were users were were like were were vampires and and I decided that you know that that wasn't what I wanted in the long run so when i I started setting up my boundaries and my parameters um it got it got easier to figure out well where's this guy coming from? So now I'm far more conversational, and I you I will find, I do tend to find that men, as a general rule, will tell you exactly where they are and what they're about if you listen to them, you know. And and I think that a woman really has to just decide, well, you know, am I willing to sign up for that experience? Because uh, even now, 
uh, I will have men explain to me exactly where they are, and and the question is, do I want to sign up for that experience? If not, then I will keep on going. If so, then you know I might give him give him my number and you know and talk with him a little bit further on. I could teach you a little trick. Anytime a guy wants to tell you about his truck and his this and his that and wants to talk about himself. He's not ready for a relationship. Anytime he's asking questions about you, wanting to know about you, wanting to keep your attention, that's when he's uh-huh. thinking more about value about you. Okay. Oh. Wow. Uh-huh. See? Right. I think, I think <laughs> you have to go through both those experiences. You're selling yourself short in life if you don't be on both sides of those fins, you know. You'd be wondering for the rest of your life how the other half lived if you hadn't been the, the fun girl before you were the valued girl. or You know, you'd always wonder, and I think it just wouldn't be complete without that transformation. You've got to be, be the little caterpillar before you can be the butterfly. You know? Okay, okay. All right. I can appreciate that. That's good, good. So if you're, you see this guy is all into you, then he's really into you. How do you know it's not a show? Because some, some guys are good at faking it. All oh, guys yeah. are, we're guaranteed we're always really into you. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's something bred into us. You know, you see something pretty, you want to play with it. But if you're talking about for long term, you know, like I said, they'd be asking questions about you and, you know, wanting to, wanting to take care of you and stuff and not just be wanting to, you know, I'll pick you up here and I'll drop you up there and not talk to you no more and I'll pick you up next weekend. You know, it's a, they're truly, genuinely interested in you. They're not going to be sitting there just talking about themselves, trying to, show the flash, you know, the peacock feathers just to try to attract you. They're trying to, you know, <laughs> something a little something a little more in depth. Right, right. So a man that is sitting, okay, I'll give you an example. A man that's been into you having three-hour conversations on the Internet, talking to you all the time, into you going dating, hot and heavy and don't want to be without you. But you're very honest when you tell this man, well, I'm not only dating you, I'm dating another man. They said, oh, okay, fine. And then after a baby, say, uh, another three months, they want to be exclusive. Now, well, how would you think in general, that? we don't like anybody playing with our toys in the toy box. You know, we're always, you know, little, <laughs> little brats, so that's, that's pretty general. <laughs> we don't mind having more than one toy, but we don't want anybody to play with our toys. It's kind of <laughs> So, okay, so it doesn't pay to be, you know, to be that up front with them because they get kind of, you know, territorial. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, and you should always keep your office open. You know, I used to always tell girls, you know, when I before I asked my wife to marry me, I had five girlfriends at the point in time in my life where we were at. And I made her pay because she broke up with me in high school, so I said she had to earn her way back. She was Wednesday. I would only date her on Wednesdays, and I had a different girlfriend for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And uh, the ones I really liked, we spent more time together on the weekends. And that was just because I was probably wrong, but a cocky little bastard at the time, and, you know, thought I could get away with it, and did. So I was all open with all the girls and let them know about each other and told them, you know, basically it's like we're all applying for a position. If you don't like the company you're looking at, then switch to a different company. And I'm looking for an employee that, you know, is going to suit me well. You know, you're either going to make it or you're not. So if I lie about each other and tell them you're exclusive, then you get that whole caught up, you know, ah, you're cheating on me and this and that. You know, 
And you don't have to be sexually active with all those people. It's mm-hmm. better that way, but, I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, we, while you're trying them out. Okay. You pick the first person that comes along, you're going to wonder for the rest of your life, you know. True. I mean, I knew without a doubt within the first three seconds of seeing my wife that I was in love with her. And she still doesn't get it to this day. I'll tell her that. So, you know, it was real. It was true. I believe in love at first sight because when she walked in that classroom, my heart just dropped. My throat swelled up. And I wouldn't believe it, but I'm kind of a shy guy who doesn't like to talk to a lot of people. And, I mean, I just literally had a hard time looking her in the eye, you know. If it weren't for the fact that my buddy had bet me, you know, then my male ego got in there involved and had to be cocky and show off, I probably never would even talk to her. <laughs> she, she was that pretty and caught me that much off guard. Wow. See, that's saying something. So, well, so you know you have experience with poly, polyamorous relationships. That's what I would call what you had, polyamorous. What is your take on polyamorous relationships? I believe it's a great thing, but it's not for everybody. It's uh, okay. you got to have a real open mind. you got to be really secure with yourself, and your partner's got to be really secure with yourself and your relationship. <clears throat> Otherwise, it's just a, a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> True. You know, you can, have a lot, you can have a lot of fun at it. You set your own rules and your own boundaries, and... Um, you know, as long as you're honest with each other, and and a lot of people can't handle it. You know, just the 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 thought of it will drive most people crazy. But at the other time, everybody piques their interest. You know, so it's, it's a not for everybody, but definitely interesting. Okay, what about monogamous? Tell me about monogamous. What is? How do you uh, feel about monogamous? Is everybody meant to be a, mon- a monogamous? Do you think? I don't think everybody's meant for monogamy either. To be honest, I mean. I think, as, you know, naturally as an animal, basically we're meant to show up, breed, and move on. You know, that's the reason why when women are pregnant, they get more beautiful and you know, their lips get prettier and stuff. It's to keep that mate around because otherwise they're wanting to take off to the next one, you know. But we've, we've conditioned ourselves to think, you know, we have to stay together. You know, we're going to be lobsters and mate for life and that's it. And yeah, I would like to say it works. I haven't seen it within the last 60 years on anybody I know. But... Everybody's giving it a shot, and it, you know, people just grow apart and mm-hmm. uh, get different interests and different things, and it, they can't always make it work together. You got to work really hard to keep, keep, you know, enjoying each other's company when you start separating and getting into different interests and different jobs and stuff. And uh, you know, you change and grow up from the time you know. When I first got married, I didn't want my wife to work; she wanted to stay at home, be with the kids and stuff, you know. And that was my idea, and then. You know, I was back to behind wanting to work. She got out into the workforce and fell in love with working. She puts 110% into her job. And then uh, I started going, well, wait a minute, where's my part? You know? <laughs> so I get a little jealous of that, you know. So we got you got to make your, you know, it takes a lot of work. Monogamy is not easy, especially when you got a bunch of ex-girlfriends. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever it takes for you. But that's good. Now I have a question for you. Facebook can be dangerous. True. Now you're raising a little girl. Yes. So how are you going to be? Being that I got a brand new shotgun I just bought that is. uh... (laughs) (laughs) She's my little baby. She's daddy's girl. I mean, for the first six months of her life, my wife went back to work and I was laid off from work. I got to stay home and you know, she hung out with me every day. I. Fed her, bottled her, you know, sat her on my chest and patted her back until she went to sleep every day. And, you know, she just, she's the apple of my eye, and I love her to death. And 
it's horrifying me the fact that now she just started junior high, and I, I remember how I was in junior high and high school, and and uh, I remember how the other guys were and stuff, and you know, I can't be there with her all the time, but <laughs> hell, I just walked seven blocks right now down to the bus stop just to make sure I was there when she got off today for her first day, and walked her all the way back home, and just to mm. make sure she was comfortable coming home. You know, she's my baby. Oh. I'm in fear for it. <laughs> okay, so how how about your son? How do you feel about him and his adventure going towards puberty? Mm-hmm. It's uh, see, cause we were raised a little different. You know, I turned twelve, and my dad's like, "All right, let's go to the chicken ranch." You know, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's a. I, I grew up. I had three sisters and no brothers, so it was a quite a different upbringing for me. There was two sets of rules: there was the boys and the girls, and Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't bring anybody home. I could bring girls home anytime I wanted. You know, I could have them stay the night. They had to be home, you know, 10 o'clock. Mm. You know, we, had, we all had curfews and stuff, but it was definitely a, a male chauvinist society, if you would. <laughs> so, so my wife and me have already been arguing about that. About what are we going to do with Max? I'm like, well, you know, I'd like to teach them all the, you know, tricks, or, if you will, with uh, all the knowledge that I know about girls and stuff. and. At the same time, you know, you want him to learn all those things and experience them for the first time as well. Okay. So, okay. Okay. All right. You want him to come to you. Okay, you're going to show him the ropes. But, baby girl, you got a shotgun ready for her and anybody that comes. Okay. Double yeah. standards <laughs> live and standard with my friend Jose. Okay. But I can't well, see I know how. Well, you anybody are. wants to date her has to take me and him with him first. You know that's going to be. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not only like that with his baby girl. He's like that with his friends that are female too. And I think that has a lot to do with you um, being raised with sisters that you're protective of your female friends. Very, very. Yeah, protective. my wife calls me Captain Save-A-Hole because I can't see a stand to see a woman in the <laughs> I got to go help him out. Well, I think that terminology is derogatory because I don't think all your female friends are hoes. In a no, 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 no. Yeah, no. She just sits back like, I've had a few exes that will call me from the bar drunk at night, you know, and they're like, hey, come get me. And I'm, all right, you know, I said, babe, wake up. You can either come with me or i got to go pick them up because I'm not going to, you know, read about them in the paper in the morning and see that they're dead. And they're friends of mine, I would say, you know, I've been friends with everybody I've ever dated. I'm still friends with them. She'll either, most of the time she just trusts me and lets me go. It's a lick cue she wants to ride along with. <laughs> see, cool. That's like, see, that's some understanding. Understanding. So, got to understand when you have a person like that, that means you have a big heart. And I think the reason you have a big heart is because you were raised, you know, only boy with your sisters. And seeing the double standards and everything that, and you're able to be real with other people, and sometimes I make other people uncomfortable. But you know, you got my vote. You know, you're, you're yeah. You got my vote. You know, I'll support you to the moon and back. If I, I can. appreciate that. No I tried walking down the street with you too, and I know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're you talking about. Guys, away as we're trying to go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm such a nice person. I don't know. They just, you know, irritating. Yeah. <laughs> I get irritated. 
I didn't tell them to fall for me. I told them to leave me alone. I'm nice. I smile. I say hello. That's good enough. Go away. If I want to talk to you, I will. That's it. Sometimes people people misunderstand, you know, just being a friendly, nice person. Mm Mm-hmm. You got one of those little characters about you that just kind of (laughs) bring up the best to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They say that sometimes. Sometimes they say I bring out the worst in them too. So I don't know. I got a little devil in me sometimes too. So I know. But um, I really, um, really, really. Now, my last Facebook picture had horns on it. <laughs> I know. I know. And speaking of which, everybody, Jose is a ordained minister. Dun 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 dun. So he also performs weddings. And matter of fact, he has a wedding coming up. So what's what's the date on the wedding? It's April 27th. Oh, 2013. You double-checked. I double-checked. You made sure. I had to go look it up. You're right. (laughs) Okay. Make sure you put it in your phone because you know. So far, I've done one lesbian wedding, and this will be my first uh, official male-female wedding here coming up. Oh, look at Sookie now. He's a, yep. he's a tri, I don't know, a triple opportunity kind of a priest. Male and male, female and female, and female and male. Wow. I don't discriminate. I figure, you know, if you can get somebody to spend five minutes of happiness with in his life, do it, man. There you go. Share your love. It ain't right. There you go. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's not legal, that's illegal. You know what I'm saying? So, but we won't go. I don't there. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm the girl with the machete. If they look at my page, they see. And there's a reason why I have a machete. Matter of fact, the person that made the machete is Jose. He made my machete for me, as well as my cane, with my little bird with. I have rubies and diamonds, ruby for the eyes and diamonds at the feet. So that means rubies are going to fall on me and diamonds going to be at my feet. That means I'm a rich woman if y'all didn't know that by now. But <laughs> Arlene. You're, you're always rich in one way or another. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So Arlene, what is your take on all of this and how, you know, this is going on. How you have, she has two boys. Mm-hmm. So what is your take about your young men? Oh, gosh, girl, I, I play it totally by ear. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reference for this. Um, <laughs> all I can say is good luck. <laughs> Some of the foolish things I've done for girls when I was younger, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm trouble. I, I would say women were the root to all evil, you know. <laughs> they're, they're the greatest thing in the world to me, I heard. They make boys act more cool and more, you know, kind of, you know, the one that's going to be the one that's good for you is the one that makes you improve yourself, you know. My wife's actually... Made me step up a notch or two from what I thought I was, you know, and improved me as a man all around, I believe. That's awesome. Okay. My hat goes off. Hat goes off. But, Miss Arlene, you know, my hat goes off to you, love. 
You got two boys. I got a girl and a boy, so I understand what it's like. And unfortunately, I didn't have to go through teenager stuff with my my little one. I think the one that's hitting me the most is my young man because he's feeling his oats and he knows every single thing, <laughs> everything. You know, uh. from what I from from what I've been told by by um, by you know other uh, you know some older men who have counseled me is that that men are really young and dumb. And uh, I I do recall, you know, uh, you know, I I do talk to my boys, and I tend to be very frank and very honest with them, at, at least you know, respective to their ages, about what it is that they're doing, what it is that I think that they, you know, or what it is that that they should 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 or should not be doing, and I. Play it. I, like I said, I'm totally playing it by ear. Um, but I think that as long as I, you know, stay as honest as I possibly can with them, um, give them my take of the female, you know, the female perspective of things, uh, so that they kind of have an understanding about what it is that what that's going on through a woman's mind when they're going through whatever their issues are. Or, you know, um, it, it, it's. I think it's going to be a very interesting journey. Like right now with my youngest, he's the one, I'm you know, I he's the one that seems to draw females that are a lot like him right now, you know, <laughs> who are... <laughs> I, I you know you would think it would be the old you would think that it would be the older one, but no, it's the younger one that is drawing the females, and she draws females that are uh, that are like him, who are oct- high octane and just um, full of full of energy and um, excitement and. And they run and jump. I mean, he's still doing his kid thing, but the fact that, you know, that he's the one that has the majority of the girlfriends and my my youngest boy, my oldest boy, is, is you know, he's still going through his diary of a whoopee kid stage. Um, <laughs> I, you know, like I said, to play it totally by ear, I will, but I do... From you know, do from time to time, I will have a what I call a sit down conversation with them and and give them what I feel like are you know relationship one on one conversations, um, and and I think the very first one that I have with my oldest son is never train a woman to. Uh, never train a woman to flowers. Uh, you know, bad news to flowers. I was like, if you got bad news to deliver to a woman, you just deliver it to her. Don't bring flowers. Don't bring something sweet or whatnot to her, <laughs> because the very first thing that's going to come out of her mouth is, "What did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. I and I, it's, you know, I I I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that that uh, that you know I recall telling 
um, one of my male friends about that, and he was like, you know, he's probably never ever going to forget that conversation. I said, but don't don't train her for that because there was a man that that was dealing with one of my girlfriends that that does exactly that, and he has gotten her trained that every time you know every time he brings flowers to her, uh, brings candies, does anything nice for her. She immediately asked the question, what's wrong? What did you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, and periodically, you know, when 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 opportunity arises for me to have those conversations with them, you know, I will interject my interject my two cents to them and, and let them know, you know, the female take on that because you don't you don't want to do that. But, you know, yeah. Always send them to their work. That way you get double the points. That way they, they get to show them off to their friends that their man was so good and bought them flowers, had them mm-hmm. delivered over there. <laughs> you get the extra points that way. But never mm-hmm. when you did anything bad because then it does. I've noticed with my wife, I I made that mistake one time. And, you know, I brought her flowers all the time, you know, sending them to work and stuff. And now anytime that I do bring flowers home to her, if it's especially just one of them awful occasions where I just saw some thought of her and brought them in, she automatically does do that. What's the matter? What's wrong? <laughs> What's you? Because <laughs> that one time I did that. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and see, that's what I was going to say. When you start doing that, every woman will think that every time they get flowers, is always bad because they're associated, especially if they're young, they'll start associating things that are bad with that experience all the time, and then it becomes a psychological thing and programmed in their head. <clears throat> For the rest of their life, to associate yeah. flowers with bad things instead of good things, because when I you tell my son, them, one of the things I tell my son is, 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 but it comes right down to it: treat them girls the way you'd want somebody to treat your mama or your sister. There you, you go. know, there's things you want to do and things that you know you just got to overcome, you know, basically. But there's a treat them like you'd want somebody to treat your mama or somebody to treat your sister, and look at it twice that way, you know. Yeah. There you go. Okay. My, my boy is definitely a mama's boy. He's uh, you know, all about his mama. <laughs> the sun sets and rises around her, so it's. Uh, <laughs> he does that. He'll do all right with the girls. You know, just treat him good. Mom's gonna make sure of that. Mom's gonna make sure. He's gonna make sure, which I'm happy about. Make sure that it's, he's on the up and up and staying good grace with the girl. And dad is too. <clears throat> Just gonna give her some yeah. old fashioned pointers, I see. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so. I teach you how to braid the cherry stems with your tongue. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Any guy can tie a knot, but it takes a true pro to braid them. <laughs> uh huh. See? See? Oh, only, only this. This was. Don't this believe me. Come down, to the, come down to the shop. I'll show you. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a while, but I'm pretty sure I can still do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Now, when you wind up with all these, you know, cherry stems, because it is cherry picking season time now, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. So they come bringing stuff. I feel for you now. I feel for you. So, uh, oh, stop. Behave yourself. 
but again, <laughs> I want people to know where they can find you on from Thursday to Friday and from Monday to Wednesday. So let's start where they can find you on Thursday to Sunday. Where can they find you at? Thursday through Sunday, I'm usually at, at the shop at the Horny Happy Healthy Herb Shop on 609 South Mill Avenue in Tempe from 11 o'clock till, shoot, we close any time after 10, I usually say, until somebody makes me mad, so we're usually there till <laughs> anywhere from 10 to 3 in the morning, you know, it depends if people are still coming in and want to talk about stuff, want to learn something about their herbs or, or you know, just, just having a good time, we'll stay there later with them and you know, we don't we don't really kick nobody out unless you're causing problems, so we stay pretty late. And then uh, Sundays and Mondays, we a little more family time. We we come in at twelve and we leave at six, so we get a little more time home. And then Monday, Monday through Wednesday, it's uh, kind of hit or miss trying to find me. <laughs> That's what I'm usually trying to catch up on all my other projects, running around town doing all the other fun things I do. Mm-hmm. But Make you got my phone number, so you can, if you if you need to, you can call me at four eight zero three zero six two one three six, and uh, I can definitely get together with you. We could, you know, see what you need made or what what you need taken care of. See, awesome, 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 awesome. And don't forget about it. <laughs> Say that. What was that part about? Say that again. I see. Anything but moving trips to California. I'm good for it. Oh, funny, funny, <laughs> funny. Real funny. <laughs> he makes a good special herbal blend, I'll tell you. He has several of them, as well as, like I said, he makes nipple rings and actually wedding rings and bands as well as jewelry. Um, if you go to Facebook, dot com chef sethy c h e s s e s s y you'll find his picture as well on chef sethy food alchemist page you'll find him jose you want to go to his page and friend him become one of his friends and see what he's up to because he has wealth of knowledge about the herbs and the blends that he makes. Like I said, they do not have any DHT, anything illegal, nothing synthetic. They're all organic, and he takes his time, and he blends, and he tests them out thoroughly. He also makes some especially uh, tonics, I would like to say, <clears throat> for an individual um, <laughs> on the side. So that is by donation. <laughs> right. That is donation on the side. So uh, you want to get in contact with him for all the lovely things that he does. So uh, that was enough. So I'm going to say about Mr. Jose, my lovely friend, the horny devil that he is. That's the picture of thing. Really good herbs, a really good guy who really cares. <laughs> You like that really good herbs. Okay. Yes, and he does care and he does put his energy in there. So, um, you really want to check him out. Uh really look him up and like I said, follow him up <clears throat> on Facebook and you see him in my friends, uh, from Chef Sessie to even go to Veggies Become You Facebook page. 
Like I said, and you'll see him on Chef 50 Food Alchemist and become his friend and follow him and see what he does. I mean, like, he has wonderful stuff, uh, beautiful. And like I said, metal art is a lost art, and making jewelry is basically becoming a lost art. Not everybody is doing it. Everybody's just getting it shipped and manufactured from other places overseas. So why don't we support our local person in the United States, in Arizona, or California, within the sound of my voice, let's support this young man with a beautiful repertoire of herb knowledge and jewelry making, as well as making bikes. I mean, a man of many, many multi-talents. That is just awesome to see in this day and age, and that he will pass on the knowledge. He might be even willing to take you on to teach you how to work with some of these things, so you might want to talk to him about even taking some of his classes that he might do and do a one-on-one personal session with maybe how to cast jewelry or make a statue or um, actually getting knowledge of herbs for you to make your own herbal blends. I know that he's willing to pass that on. So um, call him up and find out how much his consultation fees are and how much his class is on a one-on-one service. That's what I like to say for Mr. Jose. Now, I want to give to Miss Arlene, our lovely guest, who is a friend of mine as well. She does Healing Touch, and <clears throat> and she's very good at that. That is cutting cords and uh, removing things of um, that don't need to be removed in your chakra, in your aura, in your field. And she relieves some pain, and she's able to tap in to your your energy. Basically, she's a conduit of letting energy come. Uh, through you and um <clears throat> and being used the right way, which is awesome, which is totally awesome, and I think everybody should have a session uh with Arlene at least once to give it a try, give it a shot, so give her a call so Arlene, why don't you give our lovely people your information how they can get in contact with you love? Um, they can get in contact with me through Healing Paradigms, um, LLC, at gmail.com. And they can reach me by phone at area code 623-326-6518. And I am also on um, Facebook, just uh, friend me and, uh, and, you know, and send me a message Tell me what you're interested in, and I will see what I'm able to do for you. Awesome. See, this is awesome. Go ahead. Trying to clear um, my throat. Yeah, my my full name is Arlene Conyers Ama for for those who go to look me up on Facebook. Okay. She has wonderful energy, ladies and gentlemen, so you want to really come and see her and support her and her endeavors because she's doing a lot of work, a lot of energy work and healing work as well. So you really want to get a session done. So, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't even told people who I am. (laughs) (laughs) I've been so busy. Let's see. I am Chef Ceci from Veggies Become You. And I have a book. It's called It's Vegan and It Tastes Good. It was produced and put out in May 2012. You can find this book at Happy High Herbs, 
and 609 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, Arizona. And if you're so kind and you want a signature, you can actually um, slip Jose a note and he'll see if he can ship it to me because I am now stationed in California, Riverside County. Um, I He'll get it to me and I'll autograph it for you. Of course, uh, you have to pay for posters and handling. That's not his job. Um, also, you might want to run down to 609 South Mill Avenue, Tempe, Arizona, again, at the Happy High Herbs. It's the one with the beautiful sign, and it stands out so bright and light. And it just screams, come inside, come inside. Everybody needs to know about Happy High and Horny Herbs. So I make Kava Bliss Balls that are better raw, and they're vegan, and they give your potent punch, the Kava does, numb you a little Hold bit. Hold on, that's brownie to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then takes away the pain if you have anything. Kava Kava is from Polynesia. It's been using it for 2,000 years and not had any side effect. Now let me warn you, with anything that you do use or do take, there might, for overindulgent, there might be a side effect. I am not a licensed doctor. I am just a person giving you my suggestions, and what I say is not approved by the FDA. Again, I am not, information I'm giving you is suggestions that is not approved by the FDA. Now, also you can run down there while you get and get the Valerian brownies that make you relax. Eating half of one. Would you like to share, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I shared half of one about a week or so ago, and I, I woke up in the same spot I finished that last bite with chocolate on my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> Took all about five minutes to have me out for the night. See, and that was and only I'm half of a brownie. See? 245 See? pounds, so it worked pretty good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was only half a valerian brownie, and they are gluten-free. I am proud of that fact. The only sugar they have is on the frosting. So that, that is was... what – go ahead. I said that was my fault. <laughs> it's okay. So it just improved. So we're that's where you can get that. And if you want to get my book, you can go to – www.veggiesbecomeu.com That is Veggies Become You. And if you wish wish to reach me, you can reach me at 480-232-9930. I do personal parties. I make events and make meals as well as do guest appearances. So I would advise you to go to my website. I have a newsletter that would explain all the things I do. I even have a store and explain all the things that I do and all the services and all the products that I have. So you might want to purchase them. Um, I was only doing Valerian brownies and Cava Bliss Balls for people only in Arizona. We're going to change that to Arizona and California. Arizona, they will be shipped to you. And I also do vegan vegetarian meals delivery, which is shipped in the mail. So I only do seven-day meals, 14-day meals, or 21-day meals. So either they're vegan, vegetarian, or diabetic, 
or renal. So you name that and we go over menu and I'll do a consultation. Consultation fee for people that are out there varies. So you want to call that number 480-232-9930 and get information. And Chef Ceci will be more than happy to discuss anything that you need to help you with your diet needs as well as health needs. We have been listening to Food Alchemy at its Greatest with Chef Sefi, Jose, Arlene, and myself. We had a wonderful conversation, and I would like my guests to give a final bow out to themselves and say anything they would like to say. I just thanks for having me on. I miss you a bunch, and be good to each other. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get you in California somehow. I got to get to California. They need a man like you. Cause I, yeah, can I replicate you? Know. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, you got creative rights, Tony. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know where to be and what to do. <laughs> See, so See how kind he is, ladies and gentlemen. He is just so sweet. <laughs> and for you, my dear, dear sister, dear star, Sister, as I call you. Come on. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I ha- hope that everybody has a wonderful evening and uh, uh, peace and blessings to everyone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put my groove song on for about 30 seconds so we can mellow out.